What's up, everybody? It's shameless plug time. So thanks for checking out the podcast, Going Full Nerd. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe everywhere possible. So look for Going Full Nerd on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, goingfullnerd.com, and my Twitter handle, ONYXXX1969. You can also listen to the audio version on its home, anchor.fm, but also on Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast listening pleasure. Hey guys, let's get on with the show. What's good, everybody? What's happening? Hey, it's me, your boy Onyx, once again, and going full nerd. And it, it, oh my gosh, let's talk secret invasion. Well, we finally made it. We finally did it. We ended up at the sixth and final episode of Marvel Studios Secret Invasion. Now, I've been fielding phone calls and all sorts of stuff. Um, feels like I got a little lag. What the? What, what really? What, what's really going on here? Does, am, I, am I coming through pretty good? I mean, let me look at myself. Okay, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of laggy. Whoa, that's uh, real interesting. I, I don't know what's going on, but you know, hey, it is what it is, and um, it it'll be it'll be that. It'll do that. I guess. I don't know. I I just don't know. I mean, I had such hopeful feelings for Secret Invasion. I'm not even throwing the virtual background up right now. You get to see my messy office in its full glory. Matter of fact, I need to go ahead. The, the, the season finale of... Um, Secret Invasion, really, it makes me want to drink. That, that's how I'm feeling. I mean, that's just how I really, really am feeling. Mm. Now, Rotten Tomatoes beat the hell out of it. It did. And I've been kind of going along each episode, just little here, little there. And I've been trying to, you know, kind of say a few different things and uh, say the things that I wanted to say about it and tried to do some predictions. But as we get to the very last episode, we pretty much ended up with more questions than we really had answers to. So just talking, just thinking, what did Secret Invasion what, what, what did Secret Invasion actually accomplish? Well, I'm going to talk about what it accomplished. I'm going to talk about what it accomplished. First thing it did, it killed off two characters that I really felt did not have a lot of... And, oh, I'm sorry. Spoilers. I mean, it's all over the internet now. Uh, news worthy. But here's the thing. 
it accomplished some of the foulest things that I felt. It killed off two characters that I felt really, really, really didn't get the character development they needed. And one of them has been around since the first Avengers movie. I, I need Kobe Smothers' job. I need her job. She played Maria Hill. Maria Hill in the comic books is a badass. I mean, she in the comic books is 100%, you know, I'm pulling a gun, we throwing down, we all intermingle with these superheroes. You got a problem, you got a problem. Yo, Nick Fury ain't here, I'm here. What you gonna do about it? And she has been relegated to being Nick Fury's sidekick ever since the first Avengers movie. You know, Coulson, not counting the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show, had a better character development arc than Maria Hill. Honestly, honestly. Whoever negotiated her contract to do all these cameos, I would love to see what she got paid. Honestly, honestly, it, it, it just, the first damn episode, I was like rooting like, oh, it's a scroll in disguise. Oh, it's a fake out. No, she dead. She dead dead. Killed that character off. Then you got Talos, the scroll, Nick Fury's boy, since being an OG low level shield agent, Talos came along sipping his drink in Captain Marvel, mm, doing his thing to find a home for his people, negotiating, working with Nick Fury, going into Spider-Man No Way Home, being Nick Fury's body double. I get it. He got waxed. And he went out, honestly, like a sucker. But that's not this episode. That's just two of the things I found wrong when you did that. The next thing you did is something that you've been doing with a lot of Marvel Disney Plus series, and I think we need a change. I know the writer's strike is going on. I really, really think we need a change now. And the reason why I feel we need a change is because what you've got going on is this. You've got a villain problem. You, you 100% have a villain problem. You get the uh, so hyped up over the villains. Carly from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Agatha Harkness inside of WandaVision. Oh boy in Moon Knight. Um, you get us wrapped up over those extra dimensional beings inside of Ms. Marvel. And now you get us all hyped up for this you know, radical scroll, graphic, and he's just like, oh, and he gets taken out in one freaking episode. Really? I mean, you got a good actor. I mean, he could have been around, he could have changed his name from graphic to Clert. Feel me? Feel me? To be the old school super scroll from the comics. You know, 
Nah, nah, B. Nah, nah. Y'all don't do me like that. Y'all do me some kind of way. Y'all do me in the fact. Y'all do me like I'm Bell Biv DeVoe. <laughs> do me, baby. Y'all just, oh my gosh, Marvel. I, I am feeling this way because you treated this Secret Invasion series like a Warner Brothers joint. Yes, I felt like I was watching something made by Warner Brothers. No character development. Leaving open things and then just comments from the director just throwing people off. So let's talk. Let's talk. For those of you who watched it, for those of you who went through the whole thing, hopeful, cheery-eyed, you know, pure of heart like myself. We were expecting something deep. We were expecting, oh my gosh, you know, who do you trust? We, Those of us who remember the comic book, we knew it wasn't going to be like the comic book, but we expected at least something. We did not... We didn't deserve this. But it posed more questions when this series ended for me than it answered questions as how it's putting, um, how it's um, getting, uh, what's the word? What's the word am I looking for? What is the word am I looking for? The word I am looking for is more questions than connections to existing stories and things you have already laid the groundwork to that we can't finish. Does that make sense? Does that make a whole lot of sense? It didn't for me. It, it really didn't for me. It, it hurt my heart. It really, really, really hurt my heart. Mm. I don't know, man. I really don't know. So what So what do we have? We have individuals who were shown the scrolls. Now we've got their original counterparts back. The important one is Rhodey. We all... Saw Rhodey was replaced by a scroll. And now the question is, when did it happen? When did this go down? How long has War Machine James Rhodes been a scroll? I'm gonna actually stick with my same prediction, which is it happened after Endgame, but prior, say it again, prior to Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I'm going to give you the reasons why, despite what the director said or alluded to, that's the best way for me to say, alluded to in the way the scene played out in the show. So the way the scene played out in the show, you had character look over, looked over at, um, looked over at Rose and said, Colonel Rose, how long have you been here? And then you see James Rose looking 
obviously confused, shook up, wearing a hospital gown. With that being said, when did this happen? Well, I'm going to tell you, the story itself in Secret Invasion told us when it happened. How do I know it did not happen after or during Civil War? Because if you go back and watch some of the movies, there's a lot of times that Rhodey bled and that you've seen him inside of, um, what's the best way for me to say, in the scenes that he was in. And when you saw that, he bled red blood, which I, I get it. That's cool. That's cool. He bled red blood. That's cool. But he also had the bionic leg braces that Tony had made for him. He wore his leg braces throughout um, the majority of that. He, he, he wore the leg braces. And, and that's how you know that was the real roadie because he was injured during Civil War, right? And as he's being injured in Civil War, he had to relearn how to walk. He had a spinal injury. Spinal injuries don't go away. I've got a spinal injury. And it's a pain in the shoulder, arm, leg. I was getting ready to say something else, but that doesn't hurt. <laughs> but the deal is, the deal is, is that when, oh, what's the best way? What is the best way for me to say what I got to say? What is it? Well, the key is this. The next time we saw Rhodey was in Falcon and Winter Soldier. That was after Endgame. Now, admittedly, I think, and uh, what they said inside of the Secret Wars, I mean, Secret Invasion series, was that Fury had a team scraping the battle site for DNA, which meant, and Gravik led that team. So that meant Gravik and Fury were still on good terms after the battle for Earth, which was, you know, the fight that we saw in Endgame, where they got the DNA from all of the battle participants, which I'm still trying to figure out how they got the DNA from Thanos' people when Tony did the snap and they went to dust because then there shouldn't have been any DNA left. But I digress. I can't. I can't argue. It's comic book comic book show. It is what it is. So let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. So we got the internet saying that um, we got the internet saying Rhodey was replaced in Civil War. I got my theory, says it was done after the Battle of Earth prior to Tony Stark's funeral. Okay? Go back and watch Avengers Endgame. Take a look at the scenes and you'll see what I'm talking about. He was bleeding when they shot. 
And then Thanos, you know, did the thing. He had to crawl. I don't think a scroll would keep up appearances in the middle of a battle like that to crawl because he can't walk without the energy of leg braces. I don't think a scroll would keep that. I don't think a, a scroll would stay like that. I don't, I don't think they would. I think that scroll would be, um, what's the best way for me to put it? I think that scroll would have been like, oh, snap, let me change shape and get the hell out of here. That's how I feel. That That is exactly how I feel about it. But that's neither here nor there. Then we also have my boy from Black Panther. You know, remember first episode, he was revealed to be a scroll, right? Right? And when was he captured? That's what I want to know. Nobody's asking that question. When did they capture his behind? That's all I want to know. But that's cool. That's cool. I dig that. I dig that. But those are two things. But now what we do have is a setup for the Armor War series or movie. I don't know which one they're going to do. But now you've got Rhodey trying to show back up and get um, Tony's technology back from wherever the scrolls put it or whoever may have it, blah, 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 blah. I think that'll work out. It's all good. I mean, it is what it is. We got Nick Fury with his scroll woman back on the Sabre base. Um, <laughs> Nick Fury. <laughs> they just got my man doing all sorts of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And it makes me think that the writers don't read the material from all other stuff. Because what I'm going to go ahead and throw out here is if Fury was married to a scroll, and they established that, when that whole deal went down in Civil War, when that whole deal with Hydra agents infiltrating S.H.I.E.L.D., you're telling me none of them scrolls were Hydra agents? You you can't go back. I, I know how we can explain it. Multiverse. <laughs> I, I, just, I just don't know anymore, man. You know, I'm a diehard Marvel fan. I am a diehard supporter of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But when you do stuff like Secret Invasion and close it out like you did, then the elephant in the room that everybody has been throwing out there, you've just created the most powerful hero in all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She's got everybody's powers. She's not. She's not. And I'm going to explain why. Here's the deal. If you know anything about comic books, and I know they don't follow the comic books all the way, but they got to take some of the source material's limitations. All right. What they showed was Gravik powered up with the Harvest, which was all the superpower DNA that everybody came in contact with. And they had Gaia, who was also empowered. The final scene, you know, she impersonated Fury, you know, just to get Gravik. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, I get it. But here goes my line. Here goes 
the faith. All right. That being said, Super Scroll in the comic books, the original one, the one clerked, the one that fought against the Fantastic Four so many times over the years, he was not stronger than the Fantastic Four. He was not stronger than any one member using that one individual's power. That you've got to understand. So when you had these two fighting and they were going through all the different power sets, like you saw with the change, you saw Drax, Mantis, Captain Marvel, Extremis, the Hulk. You saw all these powers manifesting. They are not as strong as the original. Therefore, she is not the strongest of them all. She has a smaller, weaker component of everybody's power. That is how it's going to work. I, I you know, you can't have her more powerful than every other hero that you introduce in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And then what you do is, is you relegate her to work over in Britain, the UK, with MI6, with Fallsworth, which <laughs> that character was just straight Stepford Wives creepy to me. The looks on her face were just, oh my God. But this is the thing. Um, I got to get to what am I going to rate Secret Invasion? And then I'll get to the questions. So what am I going to go ahead and say? Secret Invasion had the promise to be a five out of five show. It had the promise based off of name recognition alone, based off of the fact that you had Nick motherfucking Fury, Samuel motherfucking L. Jackson. And you blew it, Marvel. You blew it. I hate to say it. I really do. I'm happy that you set up Armor Wars. I'm happy that you have expanded the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am so happy that you introduced alien races and gave us an expansion into the Marvel Cinematic Universe to get towards more warlike scrolls, the Kree Scroll War. I see that happening. You're working on a, you know, doing a treaty. I see that blowing up real good. I see Earth becoming a central point of getting jacked up in this situation. Maybe we can introduce Rick Jones. I don't know. But here goes my line. Here goes my line. You blew it. And it pains me to say what I'm giving the series as a whole. Episode by episode, it started off here. And then started ticking down as you eliminated characters, started nerfing uh, certain situations, and basically making my villain get dumber and dumber in scope and in execution. Take a sip. Take a sip. Everybody take a drink. Wow. Wow. So what I'm going to go ahead and say, 
point eight nine. It goes just below average as a whole series. I don't think there's too much to redeem it because, like I say, when you leave me more questions than answers and your lead-in to anything else you were trying to accomplish is very thinly veiled, I, I don't know what else to say to you. Is this the end of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Did this just throw a monkey wrench into everything with the MCU? Is Disney done? Is my stock prices going to plummet? Is we're not going to get another billion dollar Disney movie? Because what are we going to do? I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to knuckle up and we're going to watch Loki season two, which they just announced coming out in October. And we hope that our dear Tom Hiddleston raises the bar once again. Oh, my gosh. Work with me, please. Please. And hopefully, hopefully the actor strike, the writer strike will be done. I ain't into crossing strike lines, but I'm going to tell you, Marvel, y'all got to work with me. Get me in one of these movies. Get me on as a source material authority. I don't care. I don't bring me on board. You ain't got to pay me a lot, but you're going to have to pay me. And I can help you get out this hole you done dug yourself into. That's all I'm saying. Is it going to open up for the rest of the Yeah, they should be opening up a whole bunch for aliens. That's not a question. It's going to open up a whole bunch of aliens. Is it going to open up the Dabari? The Dabari? They killed the Dabari in the comic books the first time they were introduced. <laughs> I think they may introduce the Shi'ar. Because if you got the Kree and the Scrolls going through a peace treaty, what's the next most powerful alien race in the comic books? That's the Shi'ar. And what the Shi'ar connected to? The X-Men. Oh. It's a low bar, man. 2.89. That's the lowest rated Marvel show in my book. I don't know what to say, man. I really, really don't know what to say. So, you know, I... I, I mean, hey. You know, I mean, we had the high expectations. I'm going through the stuff that I'm going through my notes. We missed a lot. I mean, I had no, and I'm going to say it, no connection to any of those characters for the most part. The only character I had any connection to was Nick Fury. And the thing about it is, it was a light connection because this, as they said, is a different Nick Fury than what we were used to. So I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I'm going to have to go and see. I, I'm, you know, maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised when Loki season two drops. But right now, you know, maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised, uh, excuse me, when Marvels comes out. Maybe. I mean, now don't get it wrong. This is a TV show as compared to the Flash movie, which I couldn't stand the Flash movie. The Flash movie with that crappy CGI. I mean, this was a television show that had better special effects than a movie. I mean, 
to keep it real. But the story was weak. They went to a, a half-assed resolution, which I'm cool with something that doesn't resolve everything. But when you do things like, well, you'll work for me, but I'll work for you. That line right there, I wanted to smack everybody that wrote that mess. I'm like, geez, golly, geez, geez, geez. But anyway, that's what I got. That's all I have to say. I hope everybody's having a great week. I hope everybody's having a great time. I have not been to the movies in the movie theater for a while. I'm hoping to go see um, Ninja Turtles. I, I really am. I'm hoping, I'm, you know, I may have to do some alternative means or just wait for pay-per-view for the other stuff. I mean, I know people warned me against uh, Transformers. People warned me against Indiana Jones, but I think I'm going to actually see those eventually. I got to get off my anime kick. That's that's the whole deal. I've been watching Dr. Stone on Crunchyroll. That thing is nice. I like Dr. Stone. I don't, it, it's a little bit, um, come closer. It's a little bit cerebral. But anyway, folks, that's all I got for you this week. 2.89, man. That's my lowest. Write that down. Write down this day in history. I've given out 1.5 this year, and I've given out a 2.89. Dang. That's messed up. But I got to do my thing. I got to do my thing. Oh. Oh, man. That just, I'm still shook. But hey, everybody, this is what I want you to do. Please. Take a look at the um, take a look at the uh, channel description and everything. There is a link to a GoFundMe. Uh, I talked about it last week. Uh, talk about it again this week. This is, um, you know, this is a very serious subject for me. Uh, you know, I call him one of the kids that grew up around my daughters and stuff like that. He went to go visit his daughter. I'm gonna rehash the story, and he got caught in a fire, um, saving his daughter and a couple of other kids and suffered some third degree burns across his body. Uh, and he needs a lot of help. There is a GoFundMe. It's been on television. It's been on the news, but you know, my line is, is it's close to home because this guy has been a friend to my daughter, to my grandkids. He's broken bread at my home and you know, he did anything that, you know, a true superhero would do to save a child, even his child and others. So as I was going to go ahead and say, hey, remember, if you can't say anything nice, don't say it at all. Send it to me. I'm going to have to find a new app. I'm not feeling Twitter now being known as X. Hey, man, I'm going to go ahead and send you a message on X. That does not sound appropriate. So I have a feeling that platform might be gone. I, should I switch the threads completely? I got to go, you know, above and beyond a different way to post the threads and stuff like that. I don't know. I Yo, suggestions would do what I got to do. Now, when you want to talk stone, just our second season of Juju. I got to see that. I got to watch that. I got I to gotta watch that. Everybody's talking about that one. But anyway, 
Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. Let me hit this funky outro music. I hope y'all like the new intro music. I'm going to kick in the new intro music as outro music right now. And I'm about to go do my thing. Yeah, X going to give it to you all right. <laughs> X going to make us start paying for that damn platform, and I am not for it. Anyway, peace, y'all. I'm out. Boom. Now I have no clue why my um <laughs> my my video seems like it's a lower frame rate, you know, when I'm looking at it. And I'm I, I see it on a couple of different things. I got the phone showing my channel. I've got different windows up. So I got to see what's going on. It's, it, may, it sounds like I'm using some resources or my computer's going through an update. I have, I have no clue what's going on. But hey, at least y'all heard me and the word gets out. It's a podcast. Y'all just get to look at my beautiful face as I do this. Anyway, hey everybody, check this out. There's a couple of videos over here if you're watching this as a replay and I remember to go in and put an end credit, end screen. So click on one of those videos and pick ones that you, it thinks you would like to see from my channel. And go ahead and hit the subscribe if you haven't already done so. I'm out. <laughs>